Hello, and welcome to episode number two of Build Your Empire with Tracy Diotto. I am Tracy Diotto, self-proclaimed network marketing expert and top 0.1% in my current company. And I wanted to thank you for tuning in. So please screenshot this podcast, share it to your stories, share it with your friends. I appreciate all the love. I can't believe we're on episode number two right now. This is just blowing my mind. So today's topic is fitting a side hustle into your busy life. Now, I wanted to talk to you about a deeper dive into my story. Now, I know in the last episode, I gave you a brief overview of of me and um, how I was able to lead up until until this point. And I wanted to just give you more details so you so you know the whole story and where I'm coming from. So I have always wanted to be a professional, and that was something that was I was totally set on. And I also wanted to be a professional who avoided people. <laughs> and so being in or turning into an accountant, and that was basically a natural route for me being that I'm good with numbers and I figured as an accountant I could sit behind a desk and not ever have to talk to anyone. So I um <laughs> I you know I got the job at the at at the company that that I was with as a controller and it was right around the time when I started with this new company that I'm with, the new network marketing company that I'm with that new ownership took over and the, the transition between network marketing companies and the transition with ownership at my corporate job fell around the same time because I left my old network marketing company because of the amount of time that was required to, to run that job or run that network marketing business in order to be successful. I didn't have the time. Uh, there was just, it, it involved working with clients one-on-one and guiding them through their journey. And I just, I didn't have the time for it as much as I loved helping people. And so that's when I made that natural transition to the company that I'm with now. And, um, and I figured I would, I would be able to earn some money on the side on a very non or non low pressure job company. And, um, really work on pursuing my my professional career. So in this professional job, when the new ownership took over, things started getting a little bit uh, difficult. I noticed that I was being um, scrutinized, highly scrutinized, and I noticed that my work was starting to be questioned a lot. And I swept it under the rug, I just went with it, and and it was hard, you know, being in a position where I was the right hand of the owners and then someone new coming in and questioning me was, it was a, it was a tough pill to swallow and it challenged me a lot. And what ended up happening a few times I recall is I would be questioned, I would give an answer and I would be told, mm, no, try again. And I'm like, uh, like what, (laughs) you know, like, what do you, what do you do when you tell someone the truth, you give them an explanation and they don't believe you like flat out, just telling you they don't believe you. So that was 
basically like the start of me really starting to have this ill feeling towards my corporate job. So working that corporate job, things things started to get harder and harder. And it was about um, the middle of 2019 when things started to just really, really snowball and get really, really hard. There was a big change that happened at work and it, it required me to, to show up a lot more for my corporate job. So what I did was I started working later. I would come home late. I would spend maybe an hour with the family just eating dinner with them. Most times I didn't even have an, a chance to, to make dinner. I would just pick up something on the way home or ask my husband to grab something. And then after the kids went to bed, I went back to work and I would be working until past midnight. And this was a common thing. And I was working on the weekends and it was, it wasn't, it was a common occurrence. And that's when my health and my attention to, to really work on myself health wise just was, it took a back burner. It just took the back burner. And then it it just spiraled into something worse and worse. And I remember there were many times that I was so depressed and not myself. I was extremely tired. And you know when like, okay, you know, you're tired one day and you're okay. But when you're tired day after day after day, it really messes with you and who you are and your personality and the way that you the way that you talk to people the way that you act the the things that you say it just really changes you and it was it was a very very hard time for me and um I remember going on my stories on my Instagram and talking about how miserable I was and People replying back to me saying, you don't deserve that. You need to go find a different job. You need to go find something different. And that was when at the end of 2019, I went on my team page and I cried. I cried and I vented and I said, I am going to find a new job. I'm, I can't do this anymore. I am going to find a new job. And one of my teammates reached out to me and she said, I, I have something that can help you. So I worked with her and she helped me formulate a plan where my plan was to start my own accounting practice. And so she guided me. She taught me all the things that I needed to do to get my LLC started, to get my taxpayer um, identification or tax preparer identification number set up, like all the stuff that goes into owning your own accounting practice. And, um, and then that's when a couple months after that, that's when COVID hit. And so COVID, you know, it hit in mid-March and I was not going to lie. I was thrilled (laughs) to be home full time with my family. Now, mind you, I've always had the ability to work from home, but my boss didn't like me working from home because he liked to just have me available all the time. He can walk down to my hall or down the hallway to my office and ask me questions whenever he wanted. Well, when I was, I was so happy to come home and, um, and work full time from home. 
I was able to be home with my kids. I was able to uh, feed them lunch. I was able to get dinner started early. I was so happy. But what happened during this time was the lines between work and home, if there ever were any boundaries, they were blurred completely. Like, 100% completely. My computer, my laptop sat, I sat at the dining table every single day. My butt never left that chair except maybe to use a restroom or to feed, feed the family. But I was working a lot. And I remember telling my boss one day, I told him, I said, you know, I ignored my family this entire weekend just to be able to get these assignments done for you. And he told me, well, short-term pain, long-term gain. And I'm like, really? <laughs> like, that's, wow, okay. So it was just, <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. And, and every, like, every fiber of my body was just so upset. And, and I felt like, what am I doing? What am I doing here? And um, during this time with COVID, as I stated in the last episode, that COVID did something to the network marketing industry. It, it, it made the network marketing industry explode. A lot of people realized that they needed an additional form of income. And that's when, that's when this, this industry just, I mean, just boomed. And therefore, so did this team, that, so did my team, and so did uh, the company and many other companies in the network marketing industry just absolutely exploded. And so that was when I was able to resign because the, the, I was finally able to match my professional six-figure salary and really just make that transition comfortably into into being a full-time network marketing mom, mompreneur. <laughs> um, it's, it's, been, it's been amazing to be able to be home full-time. I remember that transition period. Uh, I, I couldn't shake the feeling of being extremely anxious because I always felt like I had to whip my laptop out <laughs> and get work done. Gosh, I remember going to family parties and bringing my laptop with me so that I can get stuff done, like I could get work done. I would be sitting at the table with my mom and my husband's family and um, just, you know, they'd be sitting there and socializing, but I'd have my laptop out and I would start working. And my husband's like, hey, you're gonna take a break anytime soon? I was like, I just, just let me, let me get this done. And that's, I mean, that's not how you want to live when you're, when you're pursuing something that is that I'm not getting paid anything more to do, you know, like my my time of enjoyment with my family was being sacrificed in so many ways. And um, also like at Christmas time, gosh, I would bring my computer uh, over to my in-laws house and and work on the computer Christmas time. I would bring my laptop with me when we actually did go on a family vacation. Uh, I my laptop came with me. I did work. Um, I remember going to a summit and my laptop came with me and I was being text messaged while I had a designated vacation day. Um, I was being contacted by people in the field in my corporate job. Like it just, it never stopped. And I just had absolutely no separation 
Oh, and while we're here, <laughs> I have to tell you another incident. Oh my goodness. So I had gotten a phone call or was it a phone call or a text or an email or I was contacted by my boss um, and it was Mother's Day weekend. I was contacted by my boss about something. And I remember I had checked my phone on that Saturday all the way up until maybe two or three o'clock. And there was no there was nothing from him. And it was my work phone. And I didn't look at my phone again until Sunday night. And it was missed calls, it was angry text messages, get back to me right now. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? It's Mother's Day. And so 10.30 at night, I put together whatever it was that he was looking for, sent it to him. And the next morning he was like, I need to talk to you. And it was the first time that I had ever sat and cried in his office. And I told him, I feel trapped. Oh gosh, that was a horrible feeling. And just zero consideration from who I was working for. It was, it was mind-blowing. So that was just another incident, and um, I don't really talk about these, but I feel that it's, it's important that you know the things that I went through. And I'm not saying that my, that my situation is worse than yours. Like, we're not, we're not competing here for who has it worse. I think any situation that anyone is going through right now if it's bad, it's bad. And we're not comparing whose is, who's is more bad. <laughs> um, everyone's situation is important to them and because it's yours, you know? It's your situation that you're going through. And if you are going through a period right now where it's tough, it's a really tough time, um, there's, there is a way to still fit in your network marketing business so that that tough time that you're in, you will have an out. You will have that plan B to resort to and say, you know what? I'm done. I am done. And that's exactly what I did. So what I wanted to do today is tell you guys exactly how I was able to fit a side hustle into my crazy busy life. And so the first thing that I wanted to tell you was know the activities that need to be done for your business. So everyone has their, their, I'm sure your company has some sort of checklist or these are the things, these are the action steps that you should be taking on a daily basis. And so for us, it was doing our reach outs, uh, posting on social media and doing personal development. Like those are the three thing, three major components. And we also, in our company, we, we run a party party model and so that is, that is also built into our, our daily activities. And so knowing what needs to be done is extremely important in being able to fit this into your busy life. And, and I say this for a reason. It's because when you take an audit of your day and you look at when do I have pockets of my day to be able to work my business. Like if you were like you, I want what I want you to do is I want you to sit here and think about today or yesterday and and say, okay, how did my morning go? What was my morning routine like? 
my my afternoon maybe was spent at work how did my work day go what pockets did i have in my work day and then what what did my evenings look like and look at though that day and say when did i have five to ten minute pockets of time where i could have got gotten something done because knowing what needs to be done for your business you can utilize those pockets and don't let those pockets go to waste. See, it's it's a very highly intentional thing that you have to be mindful of when you want to run a business and, and grow a business, not just run it, but actually grow a business to, to, to get those things done and be intentional about them. So if you have a five-minute break, say, say you pulled into the office five minutes early. Are you going to get your stuff together and go into work five minutes early? No. Take those five minutes and do something. Whether it's sending out a message, doing a reach out, posting on social media, maybe go on your stories or, or do, um, do uh, some sort of post, like throw up a post of some sort or schedule a post. Facebook has a great Facebook scheduling feature. So it's you, it's looking at your day and utilizing those pockets. See, one of the things that I also did um, when, when I was working full-time is I got up a little bit earlier and I would go to bed a little bit later. Now, I've spoken to a few people who are like, uh-uh, you are not messing with my work schedule, or my, my sleep schedule, I'm sorry. And I would say, okay, but if getting up 30 minutes earlier each day meant that you could grow a business, grow your check, wouldn't it be worth it? And you may think 30 minutes is not going to do much, but oh man, it can do so much for your business. And so when I was working full-time, I got up earlier. And what did I do when I got up earlier? Well, when I was getting ready for work, I was listening to personal development. I was listening to audiobooks and I was listening to podcasts. And those were so, so critical in my journey because when you are busy, it is very easy to lose focus on your side business. Very, very easy. You can put things on the back burner and and personal development really helped me keep my mind in the game. And it helped me even during those times when I was in a really, really bad place. So I would listen to personal development while I was brushing my teeth, putting on my makeup, doing my hair, getting ready for the day. But I also spent time doing reach outs. See, when you are, when you have a goal of growing your business, you need to focus on activities that will grow your business. And recruiting and growing your team, that is something that is going to grow your business. And so recruiting was one of my top, top priorities. So I, I put high focus, a lot of focus on doing reach outs, on presenting the business opportunity to as many people as possible. So on my commute, I would again, listen to personal development. You see, I, I believe in personal development 
So many of my teammates that I've spoken to who say, who tell me that they're stuck. I ask them, when's the last time you've done personal development? Most cases, they haven't done it in a while or ever. And so keeping your mind in a good place, in a really, really good and solid place is, is key. And I like to call it your, your daily vitamin for, for your brain. And so listening to it on my commute was so important. And so what else did I do? Well, uh, I heard someone use this, uh, this phrase potty posting. <laughs> now you may think that it is disgusting and heck no, uh-uh, I am a germaphobe. You are d- nasty. Nope. Well, my phone went with me to the bathroom every time. And so I would either put up a post or I would send messages while I was in the restroom. And it's just, it's, I'm just being real here (laughs) that the phone went with me and I use those times. I use the pockets of, of those, of, of the day, you know, like those little moments where you are not required to mentally focus on what you're doing, like doing your business or handling your business, (laughs) you can run your business. So that was, that was a great time to be able to just knock out something small. And then the other thing I did was I utilized my lunches. So my lunch breaks, I would, I would have calls with new representatives. I would do a live video. Um, I would do, uh, let's see, what else did I do? I would, I would schedule out more posts for the rest of the day um, and, and sending more messages and doing my follow-ups. And then after work, I would listen to more personal development on my way home from work. You see, I, I can't like emphasize it enough. Filling your head, I mean, you get it. You, you get it. And that's, that was my thing. So what I did was I listened to personal development on my way home and I would spend time with the family if I could. And then I would, right before shutting my eyes at night, I would schedule more posts, respond to more messages, and I would do it again the next day. And that would be my routine. And this may sound extremely exhausting. Like, Tracy, come on, I, that's, I can't do that. That's so exhausting. But you see, if you have a vision and a goal of what you want your life to look like and network marketing can be that vehicle to make it happen, you've got to be willing to make those sacrifices. It's like, gosh, it's not easy. And I think a lot of people join this industry with under the impression that it is easy, but it's not. I mean, we all, we all know that network marketing is tough work, but it's so worth it. It is 100% worth it because I look back at all of those moments when I was so sleepy, but I somehow peeled myself out of bed to, to do something to move my business forward. All those moments, all those potty messages that were sent out, all those times that I, I did something and was very intentional. I wouldn't be here right now. Being able to pour into you guys 
You see that that all those moments of sacrifice have all they've all snowballed and and have grown into something that is absolutely amazing and I and I tell you this because I want to give you guys hope. I know you're not quitters. You are not a quitter. And you deserve you deserve so much and I I want you to know that like you me we're here and I'm and you're meant to listen to this right now because I know that you are worthy of so much and you have that work ethic. You can work hard. You will work hard. You will create a daily action plan to be able to grow your business. And see another thing that I want to tell you that is extremely critical is that I want you to give yourself grace. See, sometimes what happens is that we set the bar too high. We create these expectations that are too high of what we expect out of ourselves when we are talking about the activities that we that we put into our business. Don't. Like, if you say, I'm going to message 50 people each day, and then you have that goal at the beginning of the day, and you look back at your day, and you're like, oh my gosh, I only sent seven. <laughs> what, how are you going to feel? Well, first of all, you're going to feel really disappointed in yourself. And if you would reattempt the 50 messages the next day and you only managed nine, you're going to think, what the heck? Like this is, uh, uh-uh, uh, I can't, I can't do this. And you're, you're going to feel disappointed. You're going to feel discouraged. And that's, that's not, that's not how it should be. You have to give yourself grace and say, Maybe I need to be okay with just sending eight messages a day. Let me just be consistent with eight messages a day. And then once you get the hang of things, maybe reassess and say, okay, okay, maybe I can bump it up to 10 and have a commitment of a non-negotiable. But if one day your, your day just goes to complete crap and you say, and, and none of it happened, you're not a failure. You just had an off day. So get back with it the next day. You know, like there's, there's no, um, there's no, there's no like time limit. I think that's, that's one of the things that a lot of people do is that they put time limits on their business and they say, okay, if I didn't hit this mark by the third month, it's not for me. But that's, that is not the right way to be looking at things. Be consistent, show up, create that, that credibility for yourself. And you create that credibility for yourself and your belief in the business that you're running by showing up consistently and not quitting after, after three months, you've got to give it time and you've got to, you've got to keep the faith that what you are doing is going to eventually pay off. We just interviewed someone in our team call last night who just, I mean, she had the worst, <laughs> the worst launch, the absolute worst launch. And she was crazy busy working in, um, in medicine and just having a really hard time, but she kept showing up. She kept going. And last week she was able to leave her job. So... I know, I've I've seen it for myself that so many things are possible, 
but it, re- it requires you to be consistent and to keep showing up. And I know that you are busy and you may not see the light at the end of the tunnel and things just might feel so clouded. But keeping that faith is, is the hardest part, but it's also the part that you need to hold on to the most. And I would highly suggest leaning into, into your team, into your upline, into friends talk about your your struggles that you're having because I've, I've found that curling up and kind of hiding away really makes the problem worse and it amplifies it more. If you speak out and you voice the things that you are going through, you start having conversations and you start you start creating solutions. you know you, you get you, you start creating hope, um, you get encouragement, and those are the things that we need. Those are the things that we need when we when we want to move forward, when we want to grow a business, and when we when we have a vision of of what we want our lives to look like. I was always the person who would look at those crazy successful network marketing people and say, "It's nice for them. It's great for them that they just bought their thirteenth house. Like, good for them." And you, and you live in that mindset of like, well, that'll never be me. You know, I'm sure you feel, you can, you can feel or relate to that. Like you look at those people and it's just like, oh, must be nice. But it's wild to know that it can be your future. Those people who reach those goals, they reach them because they didn't quit. They didn't give up. They knew that they were worthy of of their goals and they were able to make it happen. And I know you can do the same. I know you can do the same. Do not put a time limit on your goals. If you you want to hit a certain rank by the end of this year and it doesn't happen, what are you going to do? Just change the deadline, or not the deadline, but the goal date. (laughs) And push it back and push it back. But don't stop working towards it. Because... You never know who you are giving courage and hope to in your journey. You never know. So keep showing up, keep working hard, and create your own success story. Because I know you can. I know you are so worthy of it, and you are going to accomplish amazing things. So with that being said, I wanted to thank you for tuning in for episode number two of Build Your Empire with Tracy Diotto. Please follow me on Instagram at tracy.diotto and screenshot this episode and share. Oh, this is so exciting. It's just, it's so wild to have this come to life and I'm so happy you're here with me. So thanks again.